Welcome to Starry Alignment, the weekly horoscope podcast for visionary lightworkers. I am your host, Stevie Medina, aligning you with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. Hello, beautiful souls, and thank you so much for being here. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. If you're returning, it's so great to have you back. I just had my birthday on February 16th, so thank you to everyone that sent me a happy birthday and a happy solar return. And thank you to everyone that took advantage of the reading sale that was going on over the last two weeks. I'm really looking forward to having these readings with so many of you from different parts of the world. So this week, I am setting a goal that it would be amazing if the podcast could get a hundred reviews at the end of this week to sort of celebrate the new chapter of my solar return and of course just this podcast in general if you enjoy the podcast it will take 30 seconds to go and give it a review on itunes and the impact of getting all these reviews in such a short amount of time would be quite substantial so if you want to support me and the podcast and all the things that i'm working on right now behind the scenes to make the podcast even more diverse then i would so appreciate if you could leave a review on itunes you can do this by doing it on the itunes app if you have an apple iphone or you can do it at itunes.com if you're on a phone you can simply open the app find the podcast and scroll all the way down past all of the horoscopes all of the episodes and you'll see a gray box that has the reviews and there'll be a purple button or in the text it will say write a review so right above that you'll see the most recent review and also the ability to just give the the podcast a five-star rating so if you only have the time to scroll and click and give it a rating um, that would be greatly appreciated but if you can also give the social proof of what you love about this podcast sharing a few words um, whether it's just like a sentence or um, any story around why this podcast has supported you that would be amazing so that is my my ask to you all in exchange for this week's podcast it would be amazing if we could get the podcast up to 100 reviews and to do it on desktop you just go to itunes.com find the podcast by searching in the title and you'll have to go to the apple podcast link which you'll see at the top there and once you're there you'll see ratings and reviews and from there you can leave a five-star review or write a rating so i would so so appreciate and be so excited if we hit this goal and um yeah thank you thank you so much for being here and simply listening choosing to download choosing to listen on youtube or anywhere else that you listen to this podcast um, sharing with your friends and um, spreading the word in whatever way that you can truly means so much to me so thank you and without further ado let's get right into the horoscope this horoscope is for february 17th through the 23rd of 2020 
If you are listening on iTunes or Spotify or anywhere where you could hear the podcast in audio, you can go to YouTube and see me speaking live right now. And once we get into the horoscope, you'll start to see the charts. So feel free to head on over to YouTube and subscribe to my channel and like this video to let me know that you are enjoying it from this place. So here we go right into Monday. On Monday, the moon will be in its last quarter phase in the mutable fire sign of Sagittarius when it perfectly squares Neptune in Pisces at around 7 a.m. Eastern time. So overnight, the moon will also be tightly squaring Mercury, newly retrograde in Pisces. So as we move through the start of the day, take your time to sort out any important details and even set aside tasks that require logic and practicality for another time later this week. Let yourself have fun and be a bit free-spirited as a means of balancing out the serious shift that you'll likely feel in the air as we move into the rest of this week. Mercury will appear to be moving backwards in our sky as of Sunday evening, February 16th, due to his closeness to the planet Earth from now until March 10th while he is retrograde. Next week on Tuesday, February 25th, Mercury will align perfectly between the Sun and Earth. This is known as Mercury's Kazemi, or Mercury being in the heart of the Sun. This alignment happens three times a year when Mercury is retrograde and is passing through the space between the Sun and the Earth. And it also happens three times when Mercury is direct and aligned with the Sun and Earth from his farthest distance from us. Mercury's retrograde Kazemi acts metaphorically like a collective new beginning for us here on Earth for all things related to Mercury. So communications, trade, commerce, our ideas, our intentions, and the way that we conceptualize and remember what we've experienced in the world. The Kazemi, when Mercury is direct, acts as an initiation for us to live out the intention that may have come to life for us when Mercury was in his retrograde Kazemi. The direct Kazemi is metaphorically like a full moon or a culminating moment that stems from the outcome of the Mercury retrograde intention that was previously set so that we can continue to evolve in some way with it. So I mention all of this because right now we are in the process of closing out the last cycle that began when Mercury was Kazemi or in the heart of the sun in Scorpio on November 11th, 2019. If you look back in time in your life, what were you struggling to gain clarity with during that time? What thoughts were passing through your mind and what intentions may have subconsciously or consciously been made? How are you in the process of seeing that intention through right now? What can you do in the next week to fortify your gratitude for the magic that is this life and the natural rhythms that we are always moving through? Simply recognizing the support all around you and that support that is weaved into the framework of time can help you surrender into the now, feeling confident, grateful, and powerful. So again, keep in mind that Mercury's next retrograde Kazemi, where a new intention around our communication is next Tuesday, February 25th. 
So this week is essentially the closing of the previous cycle. So you can think about and be aware of what have you come to terms with and what are you allowing yourself to put the final pieces in place for this week. On Monday, February 17th, there are no other aspects that will align perfectly besides that morning square to Neptune. But if you heard last week's episode, then you'll know that Mars entered the sign of his exaltation on Sunday, February 16th. Mars is now in the sign. Mars is now in the same sign as the south node, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto. Mars is now in the same sign as the south node, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto in Capricorn. So especially with Mars slowly moving closer to the south node this week, there may be something that we need to allow ourselves to let go of. The nodes are sensitive points in the chart that connect us to our past and our future karma. With Mars applying in a conjunction to the south node, you may feel motivated to disconnect from the past in some way, to make room for the new, exciting beginnings that await you in the future. Overnight, the Sagittarius moon will be building in a sextile to the sun in Aquarius. And this is actually the last full day of Aquarius season. So from this, this evening will likely feel very smooth and harmonious. It's a great energy for allowing yourself to explore your more playful and innovative side. On Tuesday, the day will begin with the moon entering the sign of Capricorn at 5.36 a.m. Eastern Time. So with the moon now in the sign of Capricorn in its last quarter phase, we are going to be becoming very activated and energized by what we can do with this Capricorn energy. So Capricorn is the cardinal earth sign. It is ruled by Saturn and it is also a yin expression of Saturn. So it is very pragmatic, very practical. It's intention is to solve problems in a way so that in the long term when we are looking at the structure of our lives things are working properly they are working in a way that is easeful and harmonious so as we move through the day on tuesday we're probably going to be working on things that allow us to restructure things and create some sort of sustainable organization or meeting with people or collaborating with people, doing things that allow us to feel like there will be some sort of longer term result or outcome of that action. We're also going to be having the moon perfectly conjunct Mars newly in Capricorn at around 8.15 a.m. Eastern time. So from this conjunction with the moon and Mars, you may feel that you have a lot of energy and desire to get practical things done. You may be motivated to work on things that help you rebuild things from the ground up. We may need to be doing some inner work to soothe ourselves if we're feeling a little bit hot-headed, however, especially at the start of the day on Tuesday with this conjunction to Mars, the planet that rules aggression and anger. So lead with courage and poise rather than impatience and haste. See if you can get on the wave of this fast-paced energy that we're going to be feeling to close up an intention that we started with the new moon in 
Aquarius with this last quarter phase that we're in because the last quarter phase is a yang phase where we tend to want to be giving back in some way and closing up a cycle through our action. As we move through the rest of the day, the moon in Capricorn is going to trine Uranus. It is also going to square Chiron and oppose the North Node. So the, the trine to Uranus and the square to Chiron will occur around the same time, just before noon Eastern time. And with this, we're going to be working on something that is likely out of the norm on Tuesday, something innovative, something different. Allow your approach to be formal and serious in some way, but also allow for flexibility in the radical change that you find yourself adjusting to. These changes may require working through some hurt feelings or some discomfort, but this will be an opportunity for us to grow and become more independent. And I say this because of the moon square to the wounded healer, Chiron. The moon will also be opposite the north node and conjunct the south node. And the nodes of the moon are very sensitive points in the chart that connect to our relationship to the past and the future. So with this opposition to the north node, whatever it is that we are needing to let go of will become much more clear with the moon's conjunction with the south node. So surrendering to the possibilities that exist within the new requires that we release the old attachments that we have to the past and to the past versions of ourselves. This is the final day of the sun in Aquarius and just before midnight Eastern time at 11.56 p.m. Eastern time, the sun will move into the sign of Pisces. And this officially brings us into the end of winter season or the end of summer, wherever you are in the world. And this also activates the energy that is Pisces. And Pisces is very compassionate. It is a very spiritual, dreamy, and meditative sign and season. If we are at the edge of winter, if you think about it metaphorically, it's like we know that there is something new on the horizon, spring is almost here, but we still have the time and the space to allow ourselves to feel into those sensitivities, allow ourselves to become introverted before the, the new breath of spring. So this is the mutable water sign of the zodiac. And with it, there is this releasing and letting go and learning to surrender emotional baggage um, and alchemize our emotions through our intuition and by being vulnerable and humble with the human experience that we are going through. So Pisces naturally is very holistic and even artistic. So what can be very empowering during this time during Pisces season is to allow yourself to connect to the energy of water, of fluidity, and of that intuitive, receptive nature that this season tends to bring out in us. This sign is also the yin expression of Jupiter, the planet connected to the energy of joy and optimism. So with that, we can find so much joy and so much peace in allowing ourselves to have a spiritual experience 
of letting certain things die within us and also allowing ourselves to seed a very powerful new intention for the whole new zodiacal new year that's on the horizon. So using your artistic abilities and your holistic mindset to do healing work, to prepare for the new is what Pisces season is all about. And the sun is also joining Mercury and Neptune in this sign. And Mercury right now is going to be retrograde. So next week, as I was sharing at the beginning of the podcast, Mercury and the sun are going to perfectly kiss one another in the sky, bringing us to that retrograde Kazemi. And this will really help us rethink things in our lives and the way that we've been thinking and structuring things and organizing things from a very Piscean lens. So there is this potential for whatever comes through the season to allow us to communicate in a way that is potentially more vulnerable, more emotional, more authentic, but in that way, the outcome can be that we can start to shed away whatever is allowing us to feel heavy so that we can acknowledge the dreams, acknowledge a more holistic framework that might be possible by allowing there to be more help, allowing there to be more of an approach to solving problems in a more abstract way. So we're going to be moving through a lot of this with Mercury retrograde in Pisces. And I just invite you to welcome um, yourself to feel comfortable in the abstract and in the empathetic realms. Overnight, the moon in Capricorn will perfectly sextile Mercury, who is retrograde, and it will also be building in a square to Venus. So important messages may come through for you on Tuesday night. And these messages may lead to mental clarity that help you find creative solutions related to money matters, relationships, and projects. Try not to rush these breakthroughs and trust that your presence and commitment to attaining an end result will pay off. It's okay for you to have a different perspective from someone else in your playing field. Enjoy where you are and don't place other people's values over your own, especially on Tuesday night and Wednesday morning. On Wednesday, we'll rise with the energy of the moon in Capricorn sextiling Mercury, retrograde in Pisces, and squaring Venus in Aries. So with this, there's going to be some potential tension in some relationships or just in our perception of the world. But let any friction that you pick up on give you the space that you need to focus on the bigger picture. Ask yourself what could ultimately create harmony and choose to do that. Choose to take action on the thing that will relieve tension and create the energy of beauty and harmony. At 10.45 a.m. Eastern Time, we will move out of that last quarter yang energy and into the waning crescent moon phase. So this means that the brightness of the moon is starting to dim and we are moving closer to the new moon in Pisces. And with this phase that we're going to be experiencing from Wednesday through to Saturday, 
This is a yin phase where we are invited to really reflect the energy of the moon within our own lives. So because the, the moon is starting to become dark, this is a time where we are naturally wanting to restore our energy and take things slow. This is a transformative time where we start to realize the things that have happened to us over the last month have culminated to a point where we are ready to transform in some way and seed the potential for something new. The seeding energy, the actual planting of something is what allows during the new moon for that thing to naturally begin to grow and take to take those roots underground when, where we don't see them. So it is during this restorative time that we can prepare for a whole new cycle. So really think about that over the next couple days and um, respect the energy that uh, the energy level that you're feeling in relation to the moon. So some things are preparing to grow out of the lessons from the last cycle. What do you think that is for you and how can you work with it? As we move through the day, we're going to be having the moon conjunct Jupiter at 2.49 p.m. Eastern Time and also sextile Neptune at 3.05 p.m. Jupiter and Neptune are also in a perfect sextile the beginning of the week and it, this energy will absolutely peak and perfect on Thursday, tomorrow. So with this, there's going to be a very expansive and creative energy that we're all working with. So prepare to take things slow on, on Wednesday afternoon with this waning crescent moon and allow yourself to enjoy where you are. Go on an adventure and reward yourself for all the recent hard work that you've been doing. Maybe you'd like to run a bath or carve out some time to pamper yourself and take it easy. The moon's conjunction to Jupiter is going to encourage us to explore something new or go on an adventure. And the sextile to Neptune is inviting us to become a little bit more spiritual in our way, a little bit more meditative and artistic. We might be needing to handle some intense emotions on Wednesday evening as well with the moon's overnight conjunction to Pluto, the ruler of the underworld. Deep transformational realizations may come through through our dreams that relate to our power and how we can unlock it on a whole new level by facing our fears and the things that we are ready to bring to the light from the shadows. On Thursday, the moon will continue in the sign of Capricorn and at 3.06 a.m. Eastern Time, the moon will perfectly conjunct Pluto and at 9.18 a.m. Eastern Time, the moon will perfectly conjunct Saturn. So this is an ideal day that you might find yourself waking up and starting to work on things that really need your endurance, that need your ambition, and that need that practical approach and um, seriousness to it. As we move through the rest of the day, that sextile between Jupiter and Neptune will perfect at 10.56 a.m. Eastern Time, so just before 11 a.m. And from this sextile from Jupiter to Neptune, which is a very potent aspect that many astrologers have been waiting to see align, this can be a particularly spiritual morning and week in general, where our confidence is in 
very much in alignment with our dreams and what is possible. We will be able to see the value and the harmony that can come from simply trusting our intuition and matching that as well with the energy of logic. Because we have Jupiter in the sign of Capricorn ruled by Saturn, and Saturn is the planet that connects us to creating structure and creating boundaries. Whereas Jupiter, who is in this sextile to Neptune in the sign of Capricorn, is this boundless optimistic planet. So there is this opportunity for us to feel very grateful and inspired by the limitless possibilities that we can create from. Take note of where you are being called to expand on and explore, especially in regards to relationships, money, and projects, since the aspect between Jupiter and Neptune is a sextile, which has a ancient connection to the energy of Venus, and Venus represents these topics. So fantasies about how you wish to relate to others or to the world in general may be coming through very strong. We'll likely be naturally drawn to escaping or relaxing in some way to tune into this soft, dreamy, and expansive energy on Thursday. After the moon conjuncts Saturn at 9.20 a.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, it will go void, of course, until 2.41 p.m. Eastern Time when the moon enters the sign of Aquarius. So Aquarius is a sign that is very intelligent and intellectual. So when we have the moon in this sign, our mood tends to shift to paying attention to these aspects of life. So we might become more detached to things emotionally and inspired to begin to categorize things in a way based on what we're observing and um, what we're seeing in the world. And from this categorical perspective of making sense of things, we can envision what's possible for the future in a very idealistic and independent way. So we are also gonna be closing in on the dark moon just before the Pisces new moon once the, the moon moves into Aquarius. Aquarius is the sign just before Pisces, so this is going to be deepening the process of us preparing the compost, if you will, for the soil of the next new seed or this new moon that's on the horizon. After the moon enters the sign of Aquarius, it will perfectly square Uranus at 9.13 p.m. Eastern Time. And then it will also sextile Chiron, the wounded healer asteroid, at 9.25 p.m. Eastern Time. Overnight, Mars and Sagittarius will trine Uranus exactly at 4.09 a.m. Eastern Time, Friday morning. So with all these aspects playing out on Thursday night, there might be some intensity that is built from un unexpected encounters on Thursday. Healing opportunities may show up this evening through the form of synchronicities or engagements with others that allow yourself to feel connected to a higher source or a higher calling. You might be especially inspired by innovative ideas and interactions that you've been having. There may be increased clarity about what you'd like to do differently, why and how you can do that. The desire to change and transform for the sake of feeling more freedom in your life might be quite strong due to this trying from Mars to Uranus. On Friday, we're going to be rising from the perfection of Mars in Sagittarius 
perfectly trining Uranus and Taurus at 4.09 a.m. Eastern Time. And with this, we're going to be feeling very motivated, most likely, to be moving towards something that is futuristic and different from the from things of our past. Uranus is a very rebellious energy and it can create the potential for chaos. So with this trine from Mars to Uranus, it can be very supportive to really just go with the flow of wherever you're being called to take action. Allow this action to be very practical and very grounding and utilize the energy of following your intuition and also listening to what would be the best logical next step. The moon will be in Aquarius on Friday in its waning crescent phase. And the only other major lunar aspect that will perfect on Friday is the moon sextile to Venus in Aries, which will perfect at around 11 p.m. Eastern time. So with this on Friday, there might be some changes happening in relationship that feel quite sudden, but ultimately are very harmonious and um, pleasurable. There might be people or just projects that are helping you to connect to your passion and love for your own uniqueness and individuality. On Saturday, the sun is going to perfectly sextile Uranus and the sun is also building in a sextile to Mars. So with this grand minor trine between the sun, Uranus and Mars that will be building on Friday, there may be an illumination and an excitement around the changes that are coming around the bend. Unexpected things can happen that can cause things to change abruptly. So prepare to be adaptable this week and especially towards the end of the week. You may be inspired to take action regardless of the slowing effect that Mercury retrograde has on us due to the sun's building sextile to both Uranus and Mars. On Saturday, the moon will be in the sign of Aquarius, void of course all day long, meaning that it won't be building or perfecting in aspect to any other planet in the sky until it changes signs and enters the sign of Pisces. So when we have a void of course moon, it is typically a very good time to allow yourself to rest and do things that require your own energy instead of doing things that require other people's input, opinions, or collaboration. This all-day void of course moon will also be under that waning crescent phase. So it is the ultimate day this week to schedule in time for yourself to rest and recover your energy. If you find that you have too much energy with the sun's sextiles to Uranus and Mars, which is very much possible, it might be helpful to make some time to meditate, to get out in nature, and to prioritize getting grounded. This could be a day where you spend time working on these innovative and inspiring ideas that have been coming through very strong all week. Reviewing your current structures and identifying ways of improving them may be something that also is good to do on this day since we do have Mercury retrograde and there is a certain energy that comes from the, the sun in alignment with both Mars, the planet that rules our willpower, our sex drive, and our ambition, and also the planet Uranus, which inspires us to be rebellious and do things that are out of the norm. 
So it can be a really great day to spend alone or without too much dependency on others and their need to take action on something that would support you. Very early in the morning on Saturday, the sun is going to perfectly sextile Uranus at 9, 12 a.m. Eastern time. And again, this sextile from the sun to Uranus will definitely give us a, a spark of energy or spark of inspiration. And any radical new routines or habits that you've been thinking of starting will become much more possible and even start to feel like they're in full effect once we get to Saturday. You may be feeling inspired by the newness that is on the horizon from this energy, as well as the new moon in Pisces that is to come on Sunday. On Sunday, we will arrive at that new moon in Pisces with the moon entering the sign of Pisces at 1.37 a.m. So Sunday, we finally come out of that void moon energy and right at the start of the day, the moon will perfectly sextile Uranus at 8.28 a.m. Eastern time. And just about two hours later at 10.32 a.m. Eastern time, the moon will perfectly conjunct the sun and bring us to the new moon in Pisces. So with this energy, right at the start of the day, there is this beautiful dreamy energy that is connected to the potential for something very new and innovative to be born out of this new moon. And the last time that we had a major Piscean lunation was on September 13th of 2019 when we had the full moon in Pisces. So now we are at a whole new chapter in relation to this part of our chart. And wherever you have Pisces in your chart, especially in the whole sign system, there's going to be a new beginning there for you. And as we move through the rest of the day on Sunday, there are some major aspects that add some flavor to this new moon. So at 11.29 a.m. Eastern Time, the moon is going to perfectly sextile Mars in Sagittarius. Keep in mind that the sun is also sextiling Mars as the sun is conjunct the moon and the sun is also sextiling Uranus. So this is where we get this grand minor trine that's connected to this new moon in Pisces. And you can see it here if you're watching on YouTube on my screen. We have the new moon with the sun and the moon conjunct and both of these planets in a sextile to Uranus and Taurus, just 60 degrees away, and a sextile to Mars and Sagittarius, also 60 degrees away, and Mars and Uranus are trining one another. So with this energy, there is this inspiration for us to be taking action in a very innovative way, an even rebellious way, a sort of breaking out of a systematic way that we've been approaching things and really allowing ourselves to and try something adventurous, try something new. There might be some new creative projects that start with this Pisces new moon that allow us to trust in the process of bringing some form to the abstract and even valuing abstract art and expression in a whole new way. We may be becoming deeply meditative about what we need to be courageous about. We also have in this energy of the new moon in Pisces, the sun nearing very close to Mercury retrograde. 
And Mercury is also in a, a wide sextile to Mars during this new moon. So with the sun coming closer and closer to Mercury, we are still in the process under this new moon of seeding an intention that is still connected to the last Mercury Kazemi that we had on November 11th of 2019. So you can think back to what mental or logical intentions that you were setting around that time and how this new moon is allowing you to really deepen that intention and with the conjunction of the sun and mercury happening next week there will be another seed another layer of some other way of communicating related to the pisces archetype of holistic nature of abstract um, beauty seeing the beauty in how everything is connected that will start to come through the sextile between mercury and mars is also going to be allowing us to have a clear channel of what it is that we can use our willpower to clean up in terms of things that are relating to physical data or actually just things that are going on in our mind so things that we've been feeling frustrated about or feeling angst about we can really allow ourselves to harmonize that under this new moon we also have Jupiter and Neptune in a perfect sextile as of Thursday this week and even under this new moon there's still these planets in very tight degrees Jupiter is just one degree away from Neptune by the time that we have this new moon align so there is the energy of Jupiter also in this alignment with Neptune under this new moon, which is inviting us to really trust our intuition and to widen the vision of a dream that promises more harmony, more joy and pleasure for many years to come. This sextile between Jupiter and Neptune won't happen again for many, many years. We won't see a sextile between Jupiter and Neptune until 2024. So it is really this year that we can have this expansive visionary connection to the dreams that are possible and having an optimistic perspective on that harmonious energy that is here for us, especially in regards to relationships. Venus and Jupiter are also going to perfectly align in a square on Sunday morning at 11.58 a.m. Eastern Time. And with this square between Venus and, and Jupiter, there's a likelihood that we'll be making exciting new alliances, friends, and memories with loved ones this week, and especially under this new moon. There's potential for our calendars to be quite busy with events and gatherings this month, and a desire to endlessly indulge ourselves in what feels good and what feels beautiful and what feels um, also very quick and easy since we have venus and aries so be sure not to go too overboard with this and to use this energy towards working on what brings you that feeling of joy and fulfillment in a way that allows it to be sustainable versus just burning out quick and fast 
as we move through the the end of the day on Sunday, the moon will perfectly conjunct Mercury retrograde in Pisces at 7.39 p.m. Eastern Time. And with this, we're going to be getting a lot of clarity in our expression and even the potential for very harmonious collaborative energy. Connecting back to the intentions that you set during Mercury's last retrograde Kazemi can help you honor whatever it is was coming up then in some new way on Sunday night. Hello, beautiful soul. If you are curious to know more about the lunation cycle ahead, including the Pisces new moon and a bit more of a breakdown around it, as well as the Virgo full moon that we're going to have later this month, then I invite you to go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe and hit that notification bell because later this week, I'm going to be posting a video all about the lunation cycle to come. So you can look forward to hearing more about that in next week's episode. And if you are subscribed to my YouTube channel and if you wanna go back and check into when this video becomes live, I invite you to do that. And I look forward to sharing this information about the month ahead with you there. It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me, and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is Tiwas, which means victory, courage and the warrior so interesting that this rune comes up this week since there is a pretty deep emphasis around mars the warrior archetype this week at the very start of the week mars moved into capricorn the sign of his exaltation and joined the planets of jupiter saturn and pluto as well as the south node of the moon all in the sign of capricorn so there is this energy of us having a lot of momentum to move through some of the insights and the motivations that Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, and the South Node have all been bringing to us through the energy of Capricorn. So also to mention that Mars is trining Uranus this week and sextiling the sun where they're in this minor grand trine. And with that, there is this momentum that we're getting that we need to follow whatever finish line is on the horizon. There is some sort of victory, some sort of need to have courage as we move through this week and through the, the tail end of a lunar cycle and into the beginning of a whole new lunar cycle. So I invite you to feel into the courage that you can find within yourself to overcome any obstacles or try something new and innovative that is completely different than you've ever done before because this week we are getting very potent energy to align us with people that 
have similar values as us that are motivated to move in a direction that we are also feeling. So whether this is people in your lives that you're already in relationship with, or simply by you leaping towards something that you're feeling called towards, you will meet other people who either need your support or are just grateful for the fact that you have a similar ambition. So have fun this week and work with the energy of the warrior archetype whenever you need it. Thank you for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a rating, share on social media and tag me so I can share in my stories as well and share with a friend. It's so awesome to have this community continually growing over time and to share the wisdom of astrology in such a practical way. If you would like to book a reading with me, I have some availability in March and April. So to do that, you can go to starryalignment.com slash readings. May you live in alignment now and always.